This week, we hope the nights like this, raindrops will fall, and we finally get the answer. Is a heart really a house for love? This week, we discuss the 1991 classic movie, The Five Heartbeats. I'm Matt. I'm Rachel. And you're listening to the 120th episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. First off, I'll let you start off with an admin note. This will be dropping a little bit earlier. It'll be dropping on Wednesday because we'll have a bonus review coming out this Friday. Check it out. Now, on this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? My monus? No, not my monus. This, this great occasion is <laughs> Rachel's 20th episode on this show so what better way to commemorate it than have her be a not just a guest but official co-host how does it feel to be your 20th episode Rachel it feels good I can't believe it's the 20th though I mean I feel like we just did the 10th and watched you know the movie I picked out that was fun so but yeah it doesn't feel like oh sorry now, it doesn't feel like 20. 20 seems like a lot, but you have been on here often, though. That's true. <laughs> we might as well just make you part of the team. It's just going to be a three-man, a three-person booth now with yeah. you. I think it's good. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what the fans say, right? Well, we already got feedback from the fans. The fans love, well, the fans love your voice, so that's good enough. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, but what have you been up to this week? Yeah, so um, it was kind of a long week, but I got some TV watching in. Um, on Friday, I sat down and I was like, okay, I'm going to pause the other shows that I'm watching because I'm kind of watching Sweet Magnolias and What We Do in the Shadows as well. But I was like, I'm going to stop everything and binge watch The Lincoln Lawyer Season 2 Part 2. So I watched all of the episodes of part two in one night on Friday. It was great. Um, I definitely recommend it. Like it kept me on my toes. The story was good. Um, there was a twist, you know, about the case at the end. And, you know, you never quite know like what he's going to do next, like what strategy he's going to use in his case. So it was good. Okay, so I left off on part one. Spoilers, you guys had a mo- enough time to watch part one. So, you know, yeah. part one ends off where he gets roughed up in a parking lot. So if you had a, I know part one was good. It's, would you say part two is equal, better, greater than part one? Uh-huh. It definitely wasn't worse. I would say equal or better. Um, I I think I think if it's if it was better, it was just because more action was happening. You know, the mm-hmm. first half was kind of like leading up to this big case that he had, and you know, we we kind of 
get more of the act. I mean, obviously it ended with a lot of action because he's getting beat up in the parking lot, but right. um, <laughs> but yeah, I think part two had a little more action. So okay, good. so I'll, I'll definitely catch up on it on this weekend. But you said that um, what we do in the shadows and Sweet Magnolias, you want to talk about those a little bit? Yeah, so Sweet Magnolias, it's it's a couple seasons in now and I like flew through the first couple seasons I didn't watch them as they came out I just found the show and started watching you know after they were Wait, I haven't, out I haven't watched it can you give me a brief synopsis of what this is about okay yeah so it's um it's on Netflix and it's about these three best friends um who grew up in this small town and they're trying to kind of navigate their kids and their love lives and their friendship and things that are going on in the town. Um, and then there's there's plot lines with the adults and with the kids. So there's, okay. you know, if you're an adult, you can appreciate it. If you're a teen, you can watch it and, and still appreciate it too. Um, but it's just like one of those small town like TV shows and um the first couple episodes when I started watching this year it was like a little hard to get into but now I'm like back in the groove with it a little bit more so I don't know what it was about those first two episodes I think I just had to like get my mind back into the world before it really like took off and what is this on um it's on Netflix okay okay Okay. And then um, what we do in the shadows is on Hulu and it's been, it's, it's been fun. It's always a fun show. Did you watch the last season? No, no I, I watched the movie. I never got into oh. the TV show yet. Oh, okay. Oh, then I won't give any spoilers, but um, some stuff has happened that, has been a long time coming but like you don't expect it to turn out the way that it actually turned out so it's kind of funny to see how everyone's handling you know how it actually did turn out I know you, you give, give me a little bit more information than that <laughs> okay well um it's probably no surprise that the um oh I'm blanking on the the name um but Guillermo is like the vampire's helper um I forgot mm -hmm. what it's called but um you know there's there's like an actual title for the for the job or whatever but um he's always wanted to be a vampire and mm -hmm. his master keeps putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and they laugh and make jokes about it and all that kind of stuff and then he finds out that this friend is a vampire and asks like pays him to turn him into a vampire so last season ends up with did he turn in into a vampire or didn't he and then this season is like did he or didn't he and what happens after so it's pretty funny okay yeah oh there's, there's so much good stuff to watch it's not enough time to watch everything 
that's so true like there, there are shows that I haven't seen that I know I should should have been watching or that I haven't finished <laughs> exactly and that's my whole thing is like when somebody says oh you should watch something I'm like oh yeah I'll start watching it but I realized no I have four other shows that I have not finished yet and I need to finish watching those like right now on my Netflix it's like I have four stuff I've already started watching but then like oh new I should watch that too so yes uh witcher i will get back to you i know you have a new season out on netflix i will eventually get back to you yes (laughs) yeah i mean it's it's hard to keep up with everything and it's kind of like do you want to stick with the you know old stuff that you've been watching or do you want to like look at the shiny new thing that just came out you know and I'm like a kid. I go always go with the shiny new thing that's out <laughs> to where I forget about stuff. Like I remember I loved uh, Snowpiercer. They had like the first two seasons. I loved it. I was all about Snowpiercer. Then time went past and it was like, oh, the new season. But no, I was on to something else. And I was like, I'll eventually get back to season three. Haven't went back. Sorry, yeah. Snowpiercer. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of new things, Barbie. Oh, yeah. So I finally went and saw Barbie with my mom um, this past week. And um, I wore pink. I'm, I told her to wear pink. <laughs> like, it was a whole thing. <laughs> and um, they didn't, I was disappointed they didn't have, like, the Barbie, you know, the giant life-size Barbie box in the theater mm-hmm. that we could, like, take pictures in. So we just took a picture by the poster. But um but yeah, there was still a good crowd for it. It was like 5 p.m. on a Tuesday. And, you know, our theater was mostly full. And it was, it was, you could definitely tell some people dressed up for it and were having a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, like, Chad already talked about it with his cousins on another episode. So I'll just be really brief. I mostly really enjoyed the movie. like. I would recommend it. The only thing I didn't like was the last scene, like the very, very, very last scene, because I thought it kind of took away from some of the female empowerment that we had going on. But uh, all right, I, I have not seen this. Okay. We've already put a review out for this. This movie has been out for a while. And don't worry, I will eventually see it. So if you don't want to know about the last end of this movie, skip a couple minutes ahead. <laughs> Rachel, go ahead. Tell me tell me specifically what you're referring to. Okay. So, I mean, I know they were trying to be cute and funny with this scene, but it, well, I mean, do you want me to like, like spoil, spoil it? Spoil, spoil it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, nothing you say. I'm I'm still going to go see it eventually. But yeah, go ahead, spoil it. It's okay. been enough time and we, we put a spoiler warner out. They should be good. Yeah. So in the end, she decides she doesn't want to just be a doll. She wants to be in the human world and be a human, um, mm-hmm. even though it's, it's really hard to be a human in the human world and, you know, the real world. Um, and so the very last scene. All right. Sorry. <laughs> so, so, sorry. <laughs> I have not seen this movie, so now I'm kind of confused a little bit. So she's awakened as a doll, and she's in doll world, 
So I'm assuming she eventually goes to human world. Yeah. So the premise of the movie is she starts having these feelings um, that are unusual for her as a Barbie. She's in Barbie land and she has to go to the real world to find who's playing with her to kind of set everything right so that she can go back to normal. Okay. So she travels to the real world. Um, She finds, you know, stuff happens along the way, but she basically finds like her, her owners, like who's playing with her in the real world. And, um, and she realizes in the end that even though the real world is really hard, she would rather be there than in Barbie land. Um, she oh. like really wants to help people and she realizes that the real world is kind of messed up and it's not like how she thought it would be. So the real world is hard. Yes, that is true. Yes, <laughs> it is. But um, the last scene has her um and like I swear I thought she was all dressed up in like this business casual outfit. I thought she was like going for an interview or something. No, she was going to make an appointment with a gynecologist. Okay. <laughs> that was the last scene, which basically is like, oh, she's a human now because she has actual like human parts that dolls mm-hmm. don't have. But to me, I was like, this whole thing's about female empowerment. And now you're like ending on like her body part defining her you know right that's what we say it yeah <laughs> right so that was that was my my complaint with it okay but right. otherwise it was uh. a fun it was a fun movie it was a fun ride like i would recommend it because i haven't seen it but i heard like people clamoring for um a can movie now <laughs> would you want to hit really are you fun. here okay so you are here for a kid movie I'm here for it. Yes, I would go watch it. Okay. Yeah, anything All in that right. world I think would be really fun because it was just it was it was a fun ride, you know, for this movie. So, yeah. All right, Japan, get on it so I, I'll be able to see it too. Yeah. Um. Uh, also, you you were talking about taking time off of work. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else, but when I take time off work and it's like not for like I'm not going out of town, you know, it's just like taking time off to like go to doctor's appointments and run errands and sleep in and like chill. Like I still kind of feel like I'm playing hooky a little bit, you know, like I'm in (laughs) school and I shouldn't be missing these days, but I am. So I'm I'm taking off this upcoming Monday and Tuesday and it I mean it should be really good like everyone deserves a break I know that but I just feel like I'm playing hooky a little bit. Oh no, I, I totally agree. Like, like I always tell people they give you leave for you to use it so you need to take it but it is weird when like if you're not taking official vacation and it's kind of like oh well like for example uh it's 9am I should be in a meeting right now, but I'm really just at home or something like that. It does Asleep. feel like yeah, you play hooky. Yeah, yeah. It's like ah, uh, they're at work and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah so it's gonna be that's what I'm gonna be like on Monday and Tuesday I'm gonna be like really happy I took off work but also like ooh, I'm being being a bad girl and playing hooky so Oh, nah, see, you, you gotta take because I always tell people like if you leave, now nah, God forbid if you die, your job will be posted, your replacement, and with like within ten weeks. So if you need um, what they say, a mental health break or any other kind of breaks like that, like one thing is when I tell Chad, I'm like, uh, I'm taking work off, I'm taking leave. He always be like, yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about, and I, I'm all for it. Take leave whenever you need it. Work will yeah. be all right without you. Yeah. I I think, I wonder if there's an extra layer with it since I'm in like a helping profession. You you always feel like there's someone who needs you, you know? Uh, oh, okay. But, yeah. Or um, it's like, you feel like you're letting them down since you're not there. Yeah. I mean, I'm letting clients know in advance, like I'm going to be out and, oh, I forgot to change my email signature. Or, <laughs> Yeah, that's I your. I'll, I'll do that. I always have to add my out of office. Hey, I'm gonna be gone for this time for any emergencies. Contact blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do that on my phone and email. I should probably do that. But yeah, mo- like most of the people who I talk to often enough, I'm like, I'm gonna be off Monday and Tuesday, just so you know. So. Right. Everybody needs it, but yeah. also while you're off. Uh, you plan on getting a haircut? Oh, so I just got one today. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I just, I, you just put, hey, I am not talking about her and like that. She put that on the outline, all right, for anybody listening. <laughs> yeah, he is not implying that I need one. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, I just, I'm so happy I finally got one today because it, it, I needed it. And like, I'm the kind of person who, like I love getting my hair cut like it feels so much better afterwards I don't know about other people I don't know how it is for you maybe it's like your facial hair you know getting trimmed is the same as like me getting a haircut but it just feels so much lighter and like better after so oh no 100% like if I let this grow three four days you know I can grow hair on the sides no problem Oh yeah. But the top is the top is thinning out. So it's like if I grow it out, I I'll get like that George Jefferson type of thing. And I don't want that. Oh, so of no. course, when you when when you get that fresh cut, you know, you feel pretty, you feel sexy, you feel like that, like younger. So no, yeah. I completely agree. When you when you get a haircut, you be like, oh, I'm gonna step out on the town and have a good old time. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm I'm feeling it tonight. I'm like, my hair is bouncy, it's cut, it's it's nice. So. But for you audio listeners, she looks very pretty. YouTube, <laughs> thank you. Um, I don't know if your face is gonna be shown on YouTube, but for the <laughs> listeners, she looks pretty right now. <laughs> <laughs> but what have you been up to? I first thing is I was able to catch Twisted Metal on Peacock. Now, for people who don't know Twisted Metal, it was a video game on PlayStation. I don't remember which one, but PlayStation. You're basically, you have different characters, you have a vehicle, and you shoot them with missiles and things like that. But um, it stars Anthony Mackie and, oh. hold on, she's from um, 
Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, let me get her name real quick. The angry one on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, you ever watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, I can't remember her, and she Ste- did Encanto. Yeah, Stephanie Beatrice. Oh, Beatrice. Yeah. Yes. So, um, it's ten episodes. I watched all of it. I love this. Uh, I was kind of hesitant to see how they were, were going to do this, but bringing the storyline and and every like the comedic, the action. Now, small caveat. I don't know what the budget was on this. I don't know how they did it. Now, the CGI on this is not well done. But if you suspend your disbelief on the CGI, like the missiles and things like that, this is great. Like it's, it's gory, it's bloody, chopping off heads and all this other stuff. That's good. Storyline is good. Comedy is good. Acting is good. Just suspend your disbelief with the CGI. And so can you I love do you think this. people can get past the CGI like easily, or is it one of those like it kind of takes you out of it for a second kind of thing? It kind of takes you out of a second because like you'll see things going on, there will be things, and actually, you know, you'll see like this artificial CGI, you're like, eh. But then it will keep rolling and you'll get back into it and everything's good. And then they will do the CGI where it's like, eh. So that's the only bad part for me. Uh, Anthony Mackie was good. It's good to see him in a more, because, you know, he did uh, Falcon and then, you know, he was Eight Mile and some other stuff, but good guy and everything. But it's good to see him in like, I didn't like him in the Winter so- Falcon and the Winter Soldier series on um, Disney Plus and stuff, but I'm glad he was able to get a no role. And I like him like this. And there is a cliffhanger to where you can get a season two out of this. I hope it is. Well, I know writer strike and things of that nature. But after that, I hope there is one. I really enjoyed it. And also, I want to shout out to Samoa Joe. I'm a re- he's a wrestler. And Sweet Tooth, the clown, his body, uh, I guess his body actor was Samoa Joe, where the voice was done by, you ever watch uh, Arrested Development? Yeah. You know the brother that does magic? Oh, gosh. It's been a while. I don't Uh, remember the brother. What's the, what was his name? Uh, He's the one who actually does his voice. Will, I want to say Will Arnett? Will Arnett, yeah. He was yeah. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. In okay, yeah. He actually does the voice of Sweet Tooth, the, the evil clown, but the body, type, the body type of that character is Samoa Joe from wrestling. So shout out to Samoa Joe, because I love wrestling. Nice. Now I'm going from a high to a low. Oh. I was able to catch Corner Office. Have you heard of Corner Office before? I haven't. It stars St. Louis' own John Hamm. Uh-huh. And I thought it was going to be good. It's about a guy in an office space to where he goes to this corner office and like he's able to get so much work done and things. But it turns out that there is no corner office. And apparently, in his mind, he's going inside this corner office. 
But then everybody else watching him, he's just like face front inside of a wall. And this was like, I don't know if his mental illness is the right word, but I thought this was going to be good, but no bueno. Hmm. If I had to give it a guess, if I had to rate this, I'd give it a two and a half. They have Danny Pudi in there from um, Community. Or not Community. Yeah, Yeah, Community. Community. It's just... It's it's very um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a narrative type of thing to where he's narrating through ninety percent of the the movie. Um, it's just it's not well done. I mean, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that. I didn't really like the plot of it. I thought it'd be more into it to where like maybe this was a magical door and they couldn't see it because of this reason, but it turns out they know this person was just, um, I'm trying to think of the right word to use. Uh, not the C word. Cause I know we can't use that. He's just, um, mentally wasn't there. If, if I could say that, like if you know what I mean, there we go. There we go. He was unstable to where uh, he was visualizing this office space and stuff to where nobody else could see it. I mean, oh. if you got time, check it out. But I would not recommend this, even though I love John Hamm. Yeah, I was going to say he's usually in good stuff. So that's kind of disappointing. Well, and, but the, the thing is, I think it's the, the plot and the script because the acting was good from everybody across the board, but it was just the plot and the storyline was was not good at all. Yeah, it's hard to get past that if that's not good. Right. All right. We breezing along. I, I, I knew yeah. this was going to happen because every time we have two person things, it always just goes by so fast. But hey, we're here to the meat and potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're here to the movie topic. So I was trying to come up with a description of the movie, and I felt like all the descriptions I found online was not going to do this movie properly. So Rachel, if you had to describe this movie to somebody, how would you describe <laughs> this movie? Um, I would say it's about a group of high school friends who form a singing group. And um, they're trying to, you know, break into the scene, uh, especially by doing this one particular talent show. And, um, you know, along the way, they meet their, um, you know, soon-to-be manager and kind of um, get help with fixing up their act a little more, like making it a little, a little bit better. And they kind of get their big break and um so it's about their kind of journey through the music industry and all the ups and downs that they go through as you know as a group and as friends so before um i suggested this have you seen this before or heard about it before i had not seen it seen anything or heard about it yeah, yeah, Rachel. <laughs> this this was like I've seen this uh, back when I was a kid in the late '90s, but I haven't watched this since then. So, spoiler free. What did you think about this movie? 
so I thought it was pretty good um yeah I mean it, it kind of reminded me of like a cross between dream girls and jersey boys which I don't know if you've seen because they're both musicals <laughs> and I know you're not a big fan of musicals but oh I've never I never told you about the, the time I seen dream girls no wait you have I seen dream girls in a the movie theater so <laughs> I I went to see dream girls but I didn't know it was a musical though. Oh no. So like so when I went there and I was like they doing a lot of singing for this movie <laughs> and then I realized oh it's a musical but I enjoyed it though. I enjoyed um Eddie Murphy, Beyonce and things like that. But yeah, oh, when I originally so went there I didn't I didn't know it was a musical. <laughs> That's funny. What what did you think of it at the in the end? I I loved it. I love Dream Girls. Jennifer Hudson amazing in it yeah um everyone was so good in that movie i don't hate musicals rachel i just (laughs) don't prefer them (laughs) yeah like if if if, let me see i I enjoy spongebob i enjoy dream girls um you just it's not something you'll normally go out of your way for no, not at all. Like, I don't, I don't probably wouldn't even search it. Like, but if you told me, hey, this one right here is amazing. If I ain't got nothing going on, I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, so it kind of, I mean, Dream Girls follows, um, you know, a musical group too. And, um, and then Jersey Boys also follows a music group, but um, it's it's based in. Well, I think Dream Girls is loosely based on a real group, but um, Jersey Boys for sure is based on Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, and they have a little bit more of a of like a rough past. So um, for this movie, I I kind of saw a little bit of both of them in this movie even though like I'm sure this movie came out before both of those did um Uh and um but I like both of you know dream girls and jersey boys so I I really like this movie too um I love the first sequence like it's really action-packed like the way the movie opens it it kind of grabs you I loved when um you know Robert Thompson's character is writing and he's like trying to figure out the song and then the sister comes on and like starts singing and <laughs> that was really fun um and he just keeps bringing uh scraps of stuff together no sing this yeah. part sing this part sing this part <laughs> sing, sing these words yeah and she had an amazing voice like I don't know she how did. Old she, she was, did but she was excellent um I um I it it did some things that I didn't totally expect which I really appreciated um I think it definitely the movie grew with the group like I feel like it got darker as it went on but I feel like things got harder for the group as it went on so like the tone you know kind of grew with them Mm -hmm. but um but yeah, I really liked it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else specifically. Um, I, I liked the ending. I won't say spoilers yet, but 
I, I thought that was a good end. So overall, just like really solid, really good movie. Well, no spoilers. I agree. I enjoy this. Like I vaguely small remember some parts as a kid, but basically it was just like watching it brand new again. Um, I enjoyed it. I like the comedic tones of it. I like the music in it. I like the storytelling. Um, and I liked how they didn't dwell too long on because this started what in like I forget let's just go into spoilers because I don't know I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross over so <laughs> they started in 1960s and end up into like the 1989 90s era ish 80s yeah, I think, I think. So. but like, I like how they didn't dwell too long in each period because you could tell the hairstyles change and things of that but I want to start off my only negative thing about this was that I did not I understand what they were doing I feel like they should have done more with the whole uh, police guy pulling them over showing the racism because I just felt like when they went on the road they did one show that was very small in a very smart place and next thing you know it was this scene so it felt like the only reason they were on the road was to show that the racism part with the cop. I wish mm -hmm. they would have showed more stuff on the road, like different clubs they went to and, and different interactions a little bit more. Because right now I just felt like they only put that in there just for that reason right there. But yeah. besides that, I, I love this. Like I like the, it's, it's uh, like the hard stuff with the drugs, the alcohol, the women. It was hard, but like not too hard on you. It was kind of like felt a little bit light. Um, you know, Robert Townsend or Doug, JT, all of them. Um, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I was surprised. I was coming here to be... Uh, be angry be like see Rachel this is why I don't do musicals <laughs> no I love this movie I, I loved it uh it That's was good. good yeah I would say um really my only negative was um it did seem a little bit cliche like with what happened to the band members like like there's always one that turns to drugs and alcohol. There's always one that's like into woman. There's always one that leaves. Like, like some of that stuff felt like it wasn't really new, but I mean, they had to show the evolution of the group and everything. So I get that they had to do that. Um, I just wish that, I don't know, it wasn't such a cliched thing but like again this is probably before some of you know this is made before some of the movies that I've seen later on that have those cliches in them so like this might have been before those things were like really used over and over in movies right just like between Duck and JT okay so your brother in his mind his brother was cheating with his fiance. 
they stopped talking for like 20 years. <laughs> it was like a it was a long time. It wasn't like a couple a couple months. That's a long time not to talk to somebody. Just like ignore him. Not even like, all right, he said it was true. This is what happened or whatever. He ignored her for that year enough to where he remarried, had two other kids, and then all of a sudden you spring up on him at a park. Like to yeah. me, it was like they should have showed something. Well, maybe they had an interaction where result that the results didn't equal the rea- uh, the results. Like, I mean, the reaction didn't equal the results. Sure, your brother cheated on whatever, but is that really enough to ignore him for like 10 plus years? And also when yeah. they come back, it's just like he had to see him. Oh, he, he named you after him. Now we're hooking up now and everything's fine after that. That just seemed kind of yeah, like, like you said, like a solution. Like a TV show, let's wrap this up. Right, yeah. 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 I can see that. Yeah. I also really liked, like, I thought, um, since we're doing spoilers now, like, on stage, they were kind of fighting in that one scene. And then in Mm -hmm. the next scene, like, the manager had, like, turned it into part of the show. Because I was like, why Uh isn't he getting more upset about them fighting on stage? And then he turned it into, like, (laughs) part of the show. I thought that was really cute and clever. Um, Yes. But, yeah, um, I could see. And then some of the things I wasn't expecting, like, I wasn't expecting the manager to actually die. Okay, now that you brought that up. (laughs) Okay, now I realize this was done in 1991. But it was like he hit him with a dump truck, but he didn't like fly out. He kind of like was on the hood. It was like that whole scene was like a weird. It was weird. Like I at one scene, they were like, okay, you better hit with a dump truck. And then another scene, they were like, how about we something else happens and you fly on the hood? It didn't make sense when he died, but I was also shocked that he died too. Yeah, and then I thought um, the record had, I can't remember his name. Um, I didn't think he would actually like beat anybody up. Like I thought he was going to be like, oh, you guys do the dirty work for me. But he actually uh, got uh, his hands red? dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I it, was like, whoa, uh, this is a bad guy. And then I didn't expect him to get what was coming to him in the end but he did when i first saw that scene because there's stories of uh suge knight you know suge knight is Mm-mm. suge knight was oh it's another story but people who know <laughs> suge knight is but you know you know vanilla ice is right yeah there's a story that suge knight hung uh, vanilla ice over a balcony and things like that so that's my first thought of that scene but that happened way after this so Maybe yeah. Suge Knight took advice from this movie and did the same thing. Who knows? Yeah. I don't want no. I don't want no beef with Suge Knight though. Even though he's in jail, but I don't want no beef with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes was on this movie? Who? Um. We're going with the critics' score first. The, yeah, we'll go with the critics. No, let's go with the audience score first audience score first i'm gonna say it's i like 80 percent like i thought it was solid 95 percent oh okay 
and the critics. Now, what do you think the critic score was? <laughs> I think they're going to be lower. Maybe I should stick with my 80 for the critics. Don't go, don't go below 50. I mean, don't go above 50. Don't go above 50. Um, 43? 39%. Man, that's yeah, a huge par- difference. Yeah, apparently when this movie came out, it was not well received. Oh. Yeah, I don't know why. So, hmm, do I want to do the game first or trivia first? Let's do trivia first. I don't have a game for you, but I just got a couple trivias that I thought was interesting. Dion Carroll turned down a role in, in the movie Boys in the Hood to appear in this film, which is crazy because I have no idea what she what, what role she would have played in Boys in the Hood. Uh, Robert Townsend spent his free time on set of this movie writing the screenplay for Meteor Man. Oh, and I we love Meteor Man. So yeah, yeah this one came out in ninety one. Meteor Man came out in ninety three. Leon. JT went on to portray David Ruffin in the movie The Temptations based on a legendary legendary Motown group that went through a similar rise and fall. Now, Temptation was going to be my other choice for this one, but I mm-hmm. love Robert Talzas. So I want to do this one. So maybe uh since you're co-hosting this for now on these days, maybe later on we can we can do Temptations too. All right. And the and the last one, surprisingly, Whitney Houston was offered the role of Baby Doll, but turned it down because she felt the part was too short. Oh, wow. I believe that's true. I mean, it would have been too small of a role for Whitney Houston to play that role. So I get it. I would have loved her seeing her in it. But yeah, that's too small of a role for Whitney Houston. Yeah, that makes sense. So here's our game. So I decided that since we're dealing with a fictional group, oh, let me pause real quick. So apparently when I was doing research on this, a lot of people thought the five heartbeats was a real group like the temptations and they made a movie. They did not know it was a fictional group. I was wondering if they were, do you know if they were based on a real group? Well, apparently they was based off multiple groups, the the Temptations Mm -hmm. and other, the the Dells was another group. And the Dells is the one who sung or sung those songs that they sung and the voice actors just, you know, lip sync to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering if they were really singing too. Yeah. (laughs) So with that being said, I wanted to come up to have our top three favorite fictional groups. All right, Rachel, you start off. Who is your first fictional group that you you love? I broke mine into TV shows and movies. Okay. Did I do just movies? Whatever you want to start off with first. Because we're doing like our top three, right? Right. I'll just go with my movies since since um this was this was a movie. Um so okay. my 
top top group is um the dreams or dream girls from dream girls okay nice pick Yeah, I and really like pick their them? songs. I I have the soundtrack. I love their songs. Like I I thought they were great. So yeah. Uh, my first one <laughs> is the <laughs> the greatest fictional boy band there is, Four Town from Turning Red. <laughs> <laughs> I love Four Town. <laughs> they, they were really good. I was debating about that one. I, I I soon like when that when that movie when the movie when I watched the movie and Four Tail came out and they were singing I kept thinking oh they fire I like them <laughs> yeah they were so good I mean the songs were written by Billie Eilish and her brother so like I you kind of expected them to be really good but man they just they were really good yeah right yeah I right, who's your second. Um, I have the wonders from that thing you do. Have you ever seen that one? That I have not. Um, what is it about? Well, it's it's about the group, you know, like it's a group of friends who are in a band, and you know, it's about their like rise and fall as well. But it's got some good people, Tom Hanks, I believe, Liv Tyler. Um I don't remember who else, but um, but yeah, um, I I listened to that soundtrack too. Okay, my next one is together. Now, Rachel, you're kind of young, so I'm not sure if you knew this. There was this band. It was like a not a mockumentary, but it was. This is back in early 2000s. It was on MTV, and it was like a mockumentary of bands. And there was this band called Together. And I always remember when the song was, I know my calculus. It says you plus me equals us. Calculus. So I go with Together. And the, the, the TV show was, or the movie was called Together. It was like a behind the music type of thing on this band. So mine is Together. That's cool. That sounds like something I should see. Yeah. <laughs> And then my my last one, um, it was it was hard because I was thinking about Four Town. I was thinking about a couple, but I ended up going with Pink Slip from the movie Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. The I thought about Lindsay them too. Lohan was in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have I have that soundtrack too. I I ended up just doing my top three as the the soundtracks that I have. So. Yeah. All right. And then my last one, it was a toss up. Uh, I went with sexual chocolate from coming to America. (laughs) 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 Because I just love him. So that's what I went with. But my other one, my because, you know, I always have to do this. My honorable honorable mention is the beats from Doug, you know, the cartoon Doug. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my honorable mention is the beats. But also, I want to hear what was your TV ones? I'm just curious now. Oh, my TV ones were Daisy Jones and the Six, 
which that just came out last year, I believe, and it's based on a book. Um, but the the band is the six and Daisy Jones is a singer and they collaborate together um in the story. They have really good music. And then Julie and the Phantoms, um show by the the show and the group is the same name. Um, but it's it's mm-hmm. kind of like for a younger crowd, but she has they have really good songs, like really catchy songs. And then <laughs> I did the Brady Bunch. Um, <laughs> <the last laughs> I had to do like a fun throwback, so <laughs> I I chose the Brady Bunch, and my my mom like grew up watching the Brady Bunch, so we watched it. We watched TV Land a ton growing up, and she mm-hmm. would be proud that I chose the Brady Bunch as one of my honorable mentions. So. I was about to add, uh, what was it the Brady Bunch? It was the Partridge Family. It was about to be the Partridge Family, but then I was like, I don't want to be like, I don't know their music, so I didn't want to just add them on because mm-hmm. there's a lot of ones I've heard of, like um, Josie and the Pussycats. I know that yeah. was a thing, but I'd never listened to them, so I didn't want to just be uh, pandering. So I, I picked the stuff I liked. Same, yeah. I was thinking like. And I was like, I don't want to just listen to the songs just so I can put them on my list. Like, I should do ones that I've actually already heard, so. Right. Yeah, but I was, and I was looking up lists to, like, make sure I wasn't missing anything. And I saw Josie and the Pussycat Dolls on, like, a lot of, a lot of them, so, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Rachel. I appreciate this. Yeah. Um, do you have do you have anything to plug on your way out? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start plug. You, you this is your 20th episode. I know. You're missing out on opportunities. <laughs> I know. If I had something to plug, it would have been said 20 <laughs> times already. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we should talk pod at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at we should talk pod. Follow me on Letterbox at Mr. King0257 and Chad at BOW1213. And Rachel, where should they follow you at? Rach Elephant. All right. Be on the lookout for Chad's bonus review of The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Come back next week where we review Nimona. And now you know what Matt and I talk about when Chad isn't here. Thanks for listening. (laughs)